This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rabbi Peretz podcast. How to have joy no matter the daily struggle and how to maintain a happy disposition that is authentic. See, we are almost 30 days into our 60 days of joy. So as we continue to nurture our joyful status that flows with your soul and it pulsates right beneath the surface, the issues arise when we realize that we may not be perfect all the time and our flaws or challenges make an appearance. So how could we maintain a more balanced and natural joy? How do we deal with life and have joy as a status? Well, it starts from generating good vibes. I posed this question on Instagram and got some really beautiful responses. Riel, I think, put it really nicely when she said, life is fragile. You could end up yearning for your old problems. You know, that reminded me of Helen Keller, who wrote that the seeing don't always make full use of their sight. So you got to start seeing the goodness that you do have. And FYI, Judaism has a practice for this in the most unlikely place. There is a prayer for going to the bathroom. Let me share this blessing with you as a meditation. In Hebrew, it's called the Asher Yatzar. But it goes like this. I draw in the synchronicity of God who formed us with wisdom and created within me orifices and cavities that all the celestial worlds know that even if one were blocked or ruptured, it would be impossible to survive. Blessed are you who heals flesh and performs wonders. How relevant is having gratitude for simple things like going to the bathroom? And I think Liel as a budding doctor and resident, I think that's what she means, that life is fragile and you can end up yearning for your old problems. So appreciate the physical life that you have and appreciate the daily struggle that you have as one of your own. So saying affirmations in Judaism is real practice, and it helps us take the seemingly mundane parts of our life, and it shed lights on the general idea that having gratitude for these smaller things really allow us to have joy in the small and the mundane. So to achieve joy as a status it really does start from simple bodily functions. This is probably why my friend and wonderful winemaker Alex says that he goes for a run when he needs to feel his inner joy. Or the way Lana said it, that she learned from her mom to take deep breaths and nourish her being with controlled breathing. Also, I take this idea pretty serious that after I work out with my friend Jordan, we try to say simple things like, I have gratitude for my body working correctly. So I'm, I'm inspired that Judaism like ritualizes these seemingly small parts of existence. And this is the way to really have kind of a daily gratitude that starts from our internal self. So it's important to make a ritual out of having gratitude for simple life. And it allows you to begin to have joy as a status for just where you're physically holding in life. FYI, you're welcome to DM me on Insta for more topics and affirmations. 
that we can talk about on this podcast so we can make the regular regularly awesome. Another and important way to do practice of joy as a status is actually to tell others what you like about them. Sometimes simply acknowledging goodness in others uncovers the goodness flowing within you. This is precisely what my friend Danny answered, that she likes to uncover her joy by giving compliments to others and telling others nice things about themselves. I love this. This connection of gratitude and happiness through telling others positive things I once shared at a class I taught several years ago, um, this idea by Robert Emmons, a PhD professor of psychology at UC Davis in NorCal. And he did this whole controlled study on the connection between being happy and concluded that the most effective way to deepen your gratefulness and be in a state of joy is to tell other people what you like about them. Pretty amazing. He wrote a couple of books on this. This boosts joy and decreases depression. Those were his words. Who knew that talking about others would affect you this way? Well, actually, you can see it a bit in the Torah. There's this whole story of Jacob and his brother Esau, who spend many years running from one another and fighting one another. But the skinny is that after years of fighting, they make peace and they want to make peace everlasting. And they begin sharing what they think is special about the other. It's very compelling that the Torah is teaching us that the story that you can elongate good vibes by just using complimentary words towards another person. And if you are sincere with your praise to others, it will nurture peace within your own being. It's pretty special. My friend Sydney shared with me that it's all about perspective. And I agree. One of the strongest tools to being joyful and having gratitude is certainly the perspective you have. Having a healthy perspective not only brings joy, but could even show how there is virtue to struggle in the big picture. Sydney, I couldn't agree more. There is certainly a deep Jewish concept. After all, there's this idea, besides that us Jews have gone through so much struggle in our own history, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs even took this point all the way up, or Sir Lord Jonathan Sachs made this point, that we have the God of history. And that means that we see God in the big picture. This idea is that since we are right before any challenging event, we could look back at the events that we've overcome and with that type of perspective, see how if difficult events of the past have made us deeper and more holistic and potentially even brought us joy, so this challenge facing us can also be of that. What a calm thought. I can apply this thought also to the upcoming, upcoming holiday of Purim. In the upcoming holiday of Purim, the story in its day-to-day -day was super bleak. There was an over-year period of time where Haman got the decree signed by the king that they were going to exterminate all the Jewish people. But in the big picture, not only were they weren't killed, but they found a depth of celebration. And it was unleashed simply by being happy with who they were. And we still celebrate that to this day. So there's more on that holiday and on what came out of that holiday and the development of that in the last two podcasts. But in short, not only did we not become victims to the harsh decree and our circumstances, but we celebrate, it, celebrate the event of the depth we uncovered and what we found within ourselves. 
and what an incredibly joyous perspective emerged. So I agree, Sydney, and I would add to that that since we were created imperfect, we will naturally have struggle. But with the right perspective, we can see not only how the struggle was part of your imperfection and maybe even helping you develop it, but that it didn't preclude you from making a perfect impact. The fact that this idea of perspective is a tool for joy can really uplift the veil of most of life's issues and instead give you insight on your own personal journey. So not only do you walk away feeling that you have joy flowing within you, but you have like a deeper insight in your own personal existence. Lindsay said she handles her workflow by going home and spending time with her pup. I thought that was beautiful. For one, no matter the joy you have in your life, you will always run into some sort of conflict with work because technically your life and work are opposites. Work is ultimately related to your external life. And it could be even very important work, but it isn't you. It's when you come home to something that loves you for that inner you that you can re-love yourself. The spiritual doctrine on this idea is that you have an external self or an external reality and an internal reality. And having a daily moment when a person or even your pup loves you for the internal half of your existence is a great way to grow. So Lindsay and others who come home from work to something super cute and happy, this actually means that your inner self is happy and all it wants is to be brought out more. Kind of you can take inspiration from that idea bringing you comfort and that it just means that there's more of your joy within you that wants to come out and find beautiful ways to bring that out by spending time with people who know that half and inspire that half. So what if you don't have a cutie pup at home or somebody who makes you feel super special all the time? Or just in general, you need a boost to uncover your joy. Then you got to develop what my friend Mordechai answered me, the concept of bittle. Bittle means, especially within conversation today, bittle means to make space as a you are like a micro creator. So you like emulate the creator, the divine, just as there was space in order for there to be creation, you can make space for something else to exist. Learning which parts of you to make small, or let's say it this way, learning how to make space within yourself, to see yourself as a conduit for goodness makes all the difference. You after all have two sides. The one that is nothing but dust, like the astronaut Carl Sagan said, that we can are we are like a dust suspended in a sunbeam and you also have your other side which is that the world was created for me how does one manage these two sides of themselves well today the tool we will offer is to start seeing yourself as something more than just a person who goes out and has experiences searching for their calling, but you should start seeing your own life as a calling. See, if you see your life as anything else, it's more like a career. And it's easy to say, I want that other person's life or career, or I don't have enough. I'd happily take your challenges instead of my own. 
But if you see your life as a calling, as the calling in and of itself, then life becomes about what you have accomplished. And every accomplishment becomes a source of pride and fulfillment. And surely that will help you maintain your joie de vivre. So thank you for tuning in. I'm grateful for all your feedback and participation. Next week, we'll continue on this topic of joy. Thank you, Hanan and Paladin Studios. Have an incredibly joyful rest of your week. Shem Tari Tzih Ali Adihi